Hello, welcome to the episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my illustrious psychic, Hunter Van Lerup. Pew, pew. That's me. I got nothing. We are brought to you by <laughs> I know. Like, normally you have something. Give me something, man. Uh, we're celebrating ep- 200, epi- uh, 200 episodes today of the podcast, which is wild that we got this far. With yeah, this- 200. I mean, give or take. We have some bonus episodes and yeah. some stuff we took down, but 200 main episodes. Mm-hmm. Not point that we have 1.5 in there somewhere that throws off the numbers, but shh, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no. Shut up, shut up. One of those COVID episodes. <laughs> I know, but it's fine. And we have a bunch of cool stuff planned, so uh, we'll talk about that stuff first. Um, Friday, there should be a cool little sneak peek at, sneak peek at something coming up for the podcast. Um, if you follow me on my socials, you kind of know what it is. I'm really talking about it. There's a little thing coming up Friday, this Friday, I think. Um, yeah, so yeah it's gonna be dope. Fun. And if you've been and you've been paying attention to the feed and to your emails, you guys may have noticed that uh, we started up a Substack newsletter for Tok USA, T O K USA Studios, Toku USA Studios. Two U's, one is invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the newsletters have been fun. I've been getting to write them. I write them with a little bit of like the audience talk, which is always fun to do. I like talking to myself. <laughs> So I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. And I'm like, thanks. It is. <laughs> so that's always fun to do. I've, I've gotten the second newsletter prepped up. If you guys yes. listened to the first one or read the first one, thank you. If you have not yet, come on, guys. I took a lot of time to write that newsletter for you. <laughs> Get on in there. To give it a listen. Uh, I, I hate myself mostly because when I, have, cause when I read them, like, I'm recording what I'm reading. I hate it. Like I, hate I know it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing that with this project I'm working on for the podcast. I'm like, dude, sometimes even for the first thing I did, I, I did like five, like five takes. Oh yeah. Now, yeah, now when I record, I just let the audio keep going and then I just edit out the poo. That's right. Yeah. I actually have to double check. No, I think I edited the other one. I have the other audio set up for the second newsletter, which should be dropping on Monday. Newsletter number two continues. Yes. Newsletter number number one let off with a little bit extra leading into kind of what we're doing for the future with toku so that's gonna be awesome can't wait for you guys to give that one a a read it's a little bit shorter the first one was a little bloated but this one's a little bit better so housekeeping out of the way you want to get into some of the oh yeah we are brought to you by android's amazing comics down in Saville, new york we got some news we got some news from san diego comic-con and from elsewhere the void uh comic-con was this weekend which is really great um, so we kind of were trying to post as much as we possibly could. There's so much stuff that came out. Um, but simply, these are some of the highlights. Cool yeah. So, um, some of the highlights we have is from San Diego Comic-Con itself. Uh, you have the Invincible season two trailer dropping and them dropping the, um, Adam Eve, uh, special. Um, yeah, they had like a little origin episode for Adam Eve, which was awesome. Dropped the I, same day the trailer did. Did you watch trailer, it yet or no? Did I watch the episode yet? No. Dude, get prepared to cry. I watched it. it it's like it's an hour. That's why. Yeah, no, I plan on watching it with the wife, but we are. I don't mm-hmm. know if we have Amazon Prime or not. I also have to watch the boys. Oh yeah, well. So I'm a bit behind, but Invincible season two drops November third. And they also confirmed that a lot of the voice acting, the line reads, are done for season three already, and they're already working on season three, so there'll be a less of a gap in between seasons now, at least for this next two and three. Right. 
But it's a there's a lot going on, and I'm excited. No, it's gonna be good. Yeah, Invincible's good. finally getting a wreck. From Image Comics from San Diego Comic Con, we have a new series by Adam Sandberg and Fallout Boys Joe Andy, Troma. Andy, Andy Sandberg. Oof, sorry. Writing the Holy Roller with Rick Remender. So there's three writers on that book, and it looks wild and crazy. Yeah, it's about a guy who throws bowling balls at Nazis. I'm very excited. I mean, what what's not to it like about like, any of that? Now, this stems from a lot of gripes that I personally have. While I love every book they make, except for maybe <laughs> except for maybe the Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo books. Yeah, that's. Right. I haven't finished the Wesley Snipes book yet, but so far the art's good though. Um, but a lot of actors and actresses are jumping onto the comic book train. And mostly, I don't know what the real answer is, but my speculation is they are trying to pitch movies, and not every movie gets picked up. So the comic book market's a huge market right now. So grab the idea that failed as a movie, shoot it to a comic book publisher, and then if the comic book does really well, then you have a second chance at the movie coming out. Yeah. At least that's what I see it as. Like, we had Amelia Clark, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has one coming out soon. Yes, she does. Uh, Andy yeah. Samberg. Uh, Keanu, obviously, his, his one-shot in between Berserker is out right now. Wesley Snipes has one with Exile. John Leguizamo had one. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Kevin Smith, but his, you know, he's a writer first, not an actor. So, yeah. you know, Kevin Smith is, is a little, you know, cheating. But still, um, Imani, uh, I- I'm sorry, Iman Vellani is going to be writing the, uh, well, co-writing a new yes. Ms. Marvel book. So a lot of the actors are just like, Getting into the game. Same thing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Doran. I forgot his last name. He's writing oh, the Steelworks book right now. Oh yeah, Paul Dano did the Riddler book. Yeah. So there's a lot of like actors and actresses coming in and writing their own stories or being writing the characters that they were, and that's awesome. But at the same time, it's like cheating in a way because you know we had to like you know, you know we're fighting tooth and nail to get in, and these actors just roll up. They're like, hello. To be fair, all these ideas, except for John Leguizamo's, are awesome. So I'm super excited to check out Holy Roller for sure. Even if this wasn't like an Andy Samberg wanted to do a movie and didn't get it, that's just only my my guess because you know after COVID, you know, I know, you know, it was harder to pitch stuff. You know, money's tighter. I'm excited for Holy Roller. I like Rick Remender as well. So when he's attached to something, it's always a banger. So big excited. No, dude, yeah, I'm like... I can't believe I said that string of words. I just kept saying millennial words, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing to yourself? What is wrong? Sometimes I just get into it. I know you do. From, also from Comic-Con, yeah. we, have the, we have the announcement of a new team, two new TMNT series. Um, and then I will tie it to the other TMNT stuff. Uh, we have Last Runner 2 is finally announced. Teenage Mutant Turtles Last Runner nice. Re-Evolution. Which is a true sequel, not like Lost Age, which is a prequel sequel. And you have the secret dynasty of the Foot coming, which envisions an alternate future for the Foot Clan, which includes Casey Jones as one of its members. The original 1987 TMNT anime series is now coming uh, coming to Nickelodeon and Paramount with broadcast rights recently resecured. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen that once besides clips in a long time. So I'm excited to be able to have a spot like Paramount Plus to just binge it all, all the, the cheesy uh, nonsense. I have every TMNT series queued up on Paramount Plus. I like the TMNT. They really stuff. are. I gotta watch the new Rise of the TMNT. Series, you should. So. 
it the art's kind of hard to get through in the beginning, and then like you know it grows on you. Yeah, I like that kind of art style. So when I saw it, when I first saw the trailer for it, I was like, ah, geez, what is this? And then I saw yeah. like after the first like five or six episodes, it goes like hard. It and does. Then, so I started seeing a lot of the sequences, and I'm like, man, okay, the trailer did not do it justice. This show no. looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those guys went on to go work on uh, Devil Dinosaur. Yes. So if you, if you're seeing a lot of similarities, it's because it's them. Not all of them, just a few of them. But it's awesome to see that art style keep going. It's very similar to the um, Spider-Verse style, how more movies are adapting that kind of thing. It's true. Image is also coming out with uh, reprints of the original uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe books from Marvel Comics. How that legally works, no one knows. What's the gift for the new release of the um, Energon Universe? And they announced five new Spawn uh, titles for the Spawn Universe. Uh, I hate it. Yes. <laughs> no, I do like Spawn. I, I want to read Gunslinger Spawn most specifically. On the plus side, it's the new Gunslinger series from Pamiati, which now it takes him from being stuck in the modern time and putting him back in the Civil War. You have Sam and Twitch uh, by McFarlane. Which it says is supposed to have a movie feel. This is what I think the movie was always supposed to be. The one that he's been kind of like talking about forever. You have Misery, also written by McFarlane, which is Wander's daughter who has powers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Your, spawn, your spawn kills every spawn, which is baby on baby violence, as they call it. Spawn kills every spawn. Is it the baby, like baby yes. baby? Oh, okay. It's the, like the spawn kills style. Which is like yeah, the baby yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The dumb little. Yeah. And then the final one is No Home Here, written by Jonathan Galapon, uh, which is uh, says place in the future, but it's like uh, not. It's like a alternate future for Spawn, where Billy Kincaid is their main focus, who's like the main one of the main bad guys in the Spawn universe. Which that was funny because that broke right before um, what you call it, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Well, it broke that Thursday night. That's what it broke that Thursday night, like online. Tom Taylor announced Beast War World, which is the first crossover between Nightwing, Titans, and Tales of the Titans, and actually spinning out of the fourth issue of Tales of the Titans, in which a new giant starfish is coming to Earth, and Garfield's the only one that can can Goody. do it. He becomes Garo, a giant green starfish. Okay then, and he loses sure. his mind to it. And the rest of the heroes okay. of the Earth become become animals. Like anthropomorphic, like monsters. Sure, man. Hey, I don't write this stuff. Whatever works. As long as, all the, as long as all the books coincide with that. Like, I want a greater connected DC again. As, they, as, as weird... Shut up. As weird as... You can, you can complain in a sec. As weird as the Night Terror's schedule was for certain books, like Green Lantern and uh, Flash, it it is kind of cool that every book was put on hold. Not for retailers. Not for retailers. Not for retailers. <laughs> it was kind of cool that every book was put on hold for readers so they could just read this one encompassing event. And it, look, if you don't want to read something, you don't have to, but... Like, at least every book is, like, kind of tied to it. Like, if you're reading the Batman story, they set it up for, like, a second, and then they jump in. And then... Some know, books do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a few that are notorious for not doing it, especially the ones that don't have the same writers. But a lot of them are 
kind of weaving in very nicely. Yeah. And then <laughs> afterwards it'll jump into the next bit and then it'll continue there. Like we haven't had that interconnectivity since the new 52, even though new 52 is a little nonsense because they yeah. had to launch action Superman, which are two different timelines and then Batman and justice league, which are set in a weird sliding time because Batman is like, this is the first time meeting everybody yet. He's super established and has six kids in the beginning of new 52, yeah, I know. but it's fine. But, but at least it was all interconnected and all felt the same. So, that's what kind of like what Secret Wars 2015 did. A well, lot of so people the... are saying that it's weird that DC and Marvel have switched event styles. Where usually DC's events, besides the Crisis events, are all like nobody knows what the fuck's going on because they don't cancel books; they just add books. Marvel well, used to cancel all their books and then just do the event, but now they're switching. Marvel just no, keeps doing Marvel never Marvel never canceled their books to do events. DC did it. This is the second time DC's done it. Which the first time was Convergence. This is the second time. Um... The bigger interconnected mm-hmm. DC universe, Joshua Williamson is going to be doing that as the year goes on. This just happens to be hey, Joshua Williamson is one of the 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 what's heads, the term? One of the quote unquote. Uh, I guess one of the heads. Sure, we'll use that because the lack of a better term. One of the heads of the DC comic books right now. He's he's running the world. He's, he's one the, of the one, showrunners, I guess. He's the one who pitched Thor of DC. It was. This goes back to the interview from CBR with. Uh, Tom King, Timmy Howard, Chip Zdarsky, and Williamson, and someone else. There was five of them on that interview. They even talked about, like, hey, Williamson came to us and was like, hey, I have this idea to rebrand the DC Universe. And they're, they're like, yeah, I'll come with you. Because they were probably looking for something. Well, he took that talent, and he's the one who was like, hey, we should do this. And told them, and they were like, yeah. You know, but also, like I said, the, the, the bigger interconnected part of the DC Universe works – Night Terrors is not the event it should be doing it in. Also, it just feels out of place because it's like a body horror, you know, monster book in the middle of July. Um, this should have come out like October it's, after some of the books have come, definitely come out. a weird place to be, but I think having everything be still this interconnected was cool. The problem is that like most of the books don't fall into it. The only one, there's only three books that do, which is sorry, four books. Five now. Um, Harley Quinn, Batman, Catwoman, uh, Shazam, and Green Lantern. All the other books make no sense. They literally stop in the middle of the story. Well, yeah, because Flash ended, and then it's a Barry Allen story in this one. Yeah. And then it's going to jump back to, Wally. Uh, I think, Cy Spurrier writing Wally. Yes, Cy Spurrier is writing it. That's going to be Wally's I don't story. Know if it's it's Cy, I don't know if it's him, but I think it it's is Cy Spurrier. No, it is. Same thing with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's over, you know, but same thing like Zatanna's book. The only connected t- part of it in the universe is that Robot Man's in it. <laughs> and he's in the Doom Patrol book. Yeah, which, by cool. the way, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm excited to get the Doom Patrol book in trade. Mm-hmm. I'm ex- like, as much as I liked the the young animal Doom Patrol because it was just weird, I think having Doom Patrol that are like canon again is kind of cool. Yeah, dude, they make fun of Hickman's X Men in it, which is that's great. <laughs> they do this. The, I think they do it in the first point. issue where they do like a whole like they all go, what like are we gonna be? and everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. It is something like that actually. Oh, that's funny. We also have a new book from the out uh, from uh, called The Outsiders, um, which is the team that consists of um, Kate Batwoman, Luke Fox Batwing, and a new character called the Drummer. 
it's them exploring the DC universe and going through its history after all the crisis events, um, and saying, hey, something's operating, something's wrong with our history, and they are, are just exploring it. Um, it's very much based on the planetary series, which I just brought on the bus, um, which came out years ago That's from uh, from Warren Ellis. Uh, not Warren Ellis. Is it Warren Ellis? Yeah, from Warren Ellis. So. Yes, Warren Ellis. I'm looking at it now on my table because um, it's still in the cellophane. Um, yeah, and Planetary is like one of my favorite series. Um, and it ties closely to the Authority, so it works. Um, That's one of the ones I never picked up. You should. I saw it here. You should absolutely pick up both the Authority and Planetary. Um, but it's really cool. I want to... The first covers look like a swipe of the original planetary covers. In fact, like they they're all in the same pose. Um, I'm super hyped for this book because it's a book that I would have written if I was at DC. Uh, thank you, Hive Mind, for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, the Hive Mind DC, guys are going nuts. I know they're writing Batman. Every week they got right a now. new book. They're Batman Beyond right now. And we have the Just League versus Godzilla versus Kong, which leaked out what Wednesday night. Or Tuesday night? I think so. Uh, which, dude, people are going wild about that crossover. I mean, hey, I'm I'm getting that book. One, as a Toku fan, and two, yeah. I mean, this has to be it's better than the Power Rangers. It has to be the better. It has to be better than the Power Ranger Godzilla crossover. I'm so. surprised you don't like that one. I thought you were it's hyped bad. on it. It's, it's bad. bad. It was bad. And nothing happens in it. That's why. This I'm excited for because it's like, oh, Batman with a mech fighting against Godzilla. We have casting for Superman Legacy, which I feel like we get every day. Yeah. You know, well, spinning out of last week or the week before's news regarding the three castings of Hawkgirl, Mr. Terrific, and Guy Gardner, we now have Metamorpho, who's been cast in Superman Legacy, and he's going to be played by Anthony Kerrigan from uh, Barry and Gotham. He played Victor Zaz in Gotham. Yeah, that's how I knew him. Yeah, Anthony Kerrigan is hilarious. He's been in a bunch of other things. If you haven't checked out Barry yet, that's the Bill Hader Hitman show. He is one of the best characters sure. in there. So I, I definitely think – and Metamorpho is not even like this huge character. So it's really cool that um they're even casting this character at all. And it's cool that Anthony Kerrigan gets a shot at being a superhero. Yeah. I want. I'm I, think, I want I'm thinking out. that with this cast of characters, I think they're doing either Justice League International or Justice League of America, like just expanding that roster. It looks like the Justice League of Detroit team. Yeah, which was international at one point, right? Uh, yeah. Or Antarctica, or wherever they did. Yeah, it's that well, Antarctica. It's that whole, it's that whole yeah. book, that whole series yeah. with Blue Beetle and um, Booster Gold and Fire and Ice. Yeah. But I think they're replacing Blue Beetle with Terrific because they're going to do Blue Beetle, Ted Cord in the Blue Beetle, like, universe movies. Yeah, we'll see, though. We'll yeah. see how it works. For sure, so we'll... for sure. I'm excited for Superman yet. Legacy and, and the weird little JSA they're casting. It's also, besides Guardian and Blue Booster Gold, it's a lot of the characters that Doomsday kicked the shit out of. So, maybe they're doing that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe they're doing a Doomsday uh, story. Will you kill them? That's wild. Not to kill them, no. They didn't kill him in the comics. He only beats the no, shit out of them. No, he doesn't. Right? He beats them. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he just beats them up. Yes. Yeah, so I think, I mean, if, if you want to make him in the movie as background character, sure, go ahead, awesome. But if you want to put them in, like, a James Gunn style, because you, you don't know what it's going to be yet. James Gunn is a weird filmmaker. He either makes films that 
are super action gore or super emotional. We could get this Superman movie and it could be a mixture of Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy. So we just got to be prepped. I'm hoping it's more leaning towards the Guardians of the Galaxy aspect of the emotional turmoil of Aliens. Well, it should. I would want something. But it could lean into the peacemaker of the hyperviolence. Superman's not a hyperviolent character, but you know what I mean. He's flying through stuff. And finally, for our news, we have... Well, this is all I want to talk about. So Supermassive did a big panel. Yeah, I listened to it. They released a um, they oh, released did they? their uh, live recording. Yeah, that's why, that's why I was texting you earlier today. I just found out about it through listening to them talking about it. Oh, my God. I was sending you the message of the entire weekend about it. Yeah, you kept talking to me about, like, oh, this is what they said, like, live tweeting. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then okay. I hear them all talking about it on the panel, and I'm like, yeah. Because it, it's better to hear them, you know, yell about it because it's cool. I know. I'm going to listen to the Marvel one later tonight. Some of the other ones I want to listen to. Um, oh, dude. I, li- but I listen yeah, to so the Radio Black Black. Narrative Live regarding Infernal Girl Red Volume 1. Matt Grom is British. Yeah. Like very British. He, Matt Grom yes. was, was one of the only ones that uh, wasn't able to make the um, make the interview. So when we heard uh, Michael was had a little bit of an accent, I was like, okay, but Grom also does. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird to hear it when you're not expecting it, you know? I had um, I had heard it – because the reason why I, I'm okay with it now, because I had heard him in an interview the night before we did our interview with them when they did that Black Market Narrative like open thing on YouTube. Yeah, and I was, like, yeah you, were doing your, uh, you were doing your research, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, he's real British. <laughs> yeah, he's like – but so they announced Infernal Girl Red Volume Two coming to Kickstarter, which this time I won't miss out and I will actually back it. Also, they announced what the hell up was with the ending of Radiant Black Twenty Five. Going forward till issue thirty, there will be two stories, one in the A cover and one in the B cover, covering Marshall and Nathan respectively, as they travel to be who figure to pretty much figure out who's going to be the final radiant between the two of well them. yeah they said during the live during the san diego comic-con panel and during the live uh that it's going to be separate timelines it's going to yes. be what the a covers what happens if marshall and the b covers what happens if nathan but they run congruently because cataclysm war is a, is a time event yes they're also re-releasing um all the uh the shift stuff from image the 30th anniversary Yes, as a one-shot. Yeah, as a big one-shot that's the same size as the Supermassive stuff. So it's going to be a nice little one-shot that fits on shelves. Yeah, and that'll be cool. That. That's going to be tied into um, a lot of the storylines. That's apparently going to take place right after Volume 2 Yes. of Radiant Black. So that's your reading order. And then they do, uh, besides like Dead Lucky coming back um, and Rogue Sun, what's going on with Rogue Sun, um, they announced a freaking card game. Yeah, it's being done, I think, with the Paragon system, I believe they said. Which is also coming to Kickstarter. Um, they'll have decks around each of the main heroes uh, and villains of the mass- of the Massiverse. They have the main yes. cards, which are all done by Dan Mora. I'm like, that's crazy. You got Dan Mora to do all the cards? Nuts. Because Dan Mora likes anime. Dude, you can tell, because Dan Mora is like a crazy person over at DC. Is that it for news? Yep, that is it for news. Can you hear me? James? Yeah? J- James? Hello? Hey! 
Hey, man, we're having some technical difficulties. You okay over there? Yep, everything's good on my side. Is everything good on your side? Everything's good on my side. All right, guys. Hey, sorry about that. We had just, like, small technical difficulties during the episode. Uh, so we're just going to start from the beginning, kind of-ish. Uh, hello, welcome to the episode. Welcome to the Daily Bugle's only podcast, Blow the Bugle. It's time to sound the horn. I'm one of your host and intern, Jimmy Santos, and I'm joined by my fellow intern, Henry Van Laren. Hey! We have a special sponsor for this episode, Rocks on Kohler. Energy in every sip. Now we can start to show off with some news. First up. Oh, there you go. You know, these in-paid sponsorships get us through the day. This internship you gotta get some of work. that Rocks <laughs> Cola energy, Jimmy. Oh, God. They only pay us in Rocks Cola, so it is what it is, but it's delicious as fuck. I know. Are we allowed to say that on the air? This is the Daily Bugle, right? I mean, I don't think JJ's going to really care, right? I mean, we're the interns, so I don't think he knows we're even on payroll, because we don't get paid. Do we not get paid? I mean, I don't get paid. Do you get paid? I get paid in Rock's Cola, so, you know, that's where I'm at. The sweet, sweet, sweet part of paid sponsorships. Yeah, man, they pay me in soda, so at least I don't die. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Just, what do we got on the news today? There's a lot's been going on down in New York specifically, but I know a lot of stuff elsewhere is going around too. Do you so, want to get us going, Jimmy? Yeah. So we can start off with the esteemed Hellfire guest and freaking dodger of our emails, Kevin Feige, has released a new trailer for his upcoming sequel to the Carol Davis bio- biopic, Captain Marvel, titled The Marvels, which will also showcase the other Marvel, Captain, the other Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, who now goes by Photon. And recently, the deceased hero, Miss Marvel. Our condolences to their family and friends. Which, their her funeral was like a week ago, and it was like a star-studded event for who's who in like the young superhero community. I don't mean to be morbid, but, dude, there's a fight between Cyclops and Spider-Man. I mean, the kid Spider-Man. It's Cyclops versus, and when I say Spider-Man, I mean the kid Spider-Man. I mean our Spider-Man. Not that old our dude. Spider-Man? Not that. Not the old one? Yeah. But what's really cool is the trailer does look amazing, showing all three heroes in, in a positive light that they really do deserve. I mean... I'm super excited for it. It looks amazing. But how much is that true? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way Fahey went up to these women and were like, yo, what's up? Let me know all your secrets. Went up to these women. Don't phrase it like that. Went up to these heroes. He's known to stretch the truth a little bit. They're airing a docu-series right now on Disney Plus for this, this big secret invasion story that happened. We were there. We weren't that young. I mean, how old were you again? Back during yeah. Secret Invasion. What was that? 2008? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Was it earlier than that? Oh, man. I was probably a baby. I was probably a young yes, boy. I was young enough to remember. I was probably like 12, maybe. The, the way Foggy's running this like weird docuseries, he's making it seem like it's like only in Russia. I'm like, that's a lie. Dude, there was big fights. In the streets, there's heroes, there's a reveal that people that you knew were scrolls. It was wild. I was 11. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I know. Oh, Tell man. you not. Hey, man, at least I'm a young intern. What are you doing? <laughs> Finding my way in life. How long have you been doing this intern stuff over here at the Bugle, man? Uh, I found you. you I, were here when I, keep I got telling here. You. The struggle's real. Affording rent in the city's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving in with ex-convict like Parker did. Oh yeah, freaking photographer Parker. 
I mean, he also moved in yeah, with so, uh, with Rob. Is, is his name Robbie? I never forget his. I never remember Robbie. his name. It's Robbie. How do, not, how do you not remember the boss's son's name? Dude, I like, don't talk to the boss. Oh my god! I'm the intern. I just get the why coffee. Why you get paid in rocks on cola? Me. I mean, yes, this is definitely why I get paid in rocks on cola. Like that's your fault. Uh, maybe I should be a better intern. Is what you're saying? I do my job. I hate the city so much. Rocks cola energy, good for bunkers. I mean, I don't think it expires, does it? It does not. It's made out of something that is lasts forever. I mean, yeah. Roxxon also has an oil company, so... I mean, maybe, knows... maybe drinking all these will give me superpowers. That's, That's not cool. what we're trying to get here. We're still... That's not what you're trying to get. Oh if I can God. get superpowers, I can get out of this closet. We have a new Daredevil sighting, as Daredevil, as Daredevil the female version, has been seen solo uh, lately. Um, after a big fight with the other Daredevil, so we have no idea where this, the, the first male Daredevil has gone. Um, got, we don't know. He's been gone, and she's been seen hanging out in Hell's Kitchen recently again. And there's no word from our mayor about any of this. Oh, well, rumors of a gang war have been escalating recently as Menace, Spider-Man, and friends, including our mayor, Luke Cage have been uh, seen fighting crime together more frequently. The mayor has indeed refused our interview since coming into office, so I don't think he's going to change his mind now. But just stay I mean, safe, everybody. If there's Daredevils fighting I mean, and Spider-Man's around and the mayor's involved, it can't be good. Uh, I think JJ's wrong about Spider-Man. I mean, oh, not... Oh, I do too. I just like the whole no, no. menace aspect. Again, when I say Spider-Man, I still mean younger Spider-Man. I don't think that old Spider-Man is a menace. Him. He's been... Do you see the outfit that older Spider-Man wears? He has a goblin glider now. And God knows, he looks oh, like he has an octopus arm sometimes. Not my Spider-Man. Yeah, that your Spider-Man. We don't your talk Spider-Man. about that Spider-Man. We talk about he's running around right red now. and blue Spider-Man. Yeah, he's running around right now in a goblin glider. You know how cool that is? Yeah, it's a little corny for my taste. Didn't he used to fight one of those guys? Yeah, exactly. And then... Osborne's out here trying to be reformed as a gold goblin, talking about like how he's like different. Yeah, I'm not into it. No, good for him. That's a lie. All for and redemption, that... but not for me. Yeah, I mean, look. Last month we had a, a bunch of like, we had a bunch of symbiotes attack us again with carnage on the loose. At least we have our new Cape Killer squad that's been introduced from the uh Oh my god! So. Little backstory, guys. The New York, uh, New York Department, uh, New York Police Department has in- initiated a program called the Cape Killers. That's just what we're calling it from now on. Uh, which are some reformed villains, which include uh, a new girl called Slingshot, and we have Matt Goggin, the former Scorpion on that team, well, that's hunting really down. Good. They're hunting down superheroes. None of this is good. No, maybe I'll stop drinking the Rocks Cola then. You should stop drinking the Rocks Cola. It's bad for you. How many have you had? Just today? Uh, I think I'm looking at five. If you're not glowing on the other side of this camera. I mean, not, not anything less than normal. And when you mean less than normal, how often do you glow? No comment. Go see a doctor. Stop drinking that crap. Word on the street is there's a new Punisher in town. That's right. Uh, After the disappearance of Frank Castle sometime last year, we have an exclusive Bugle report. 
that the identity of this new skull-shirted anti-hero is none other than retired S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Joe Garrison. I never mm. heard of this guy beforehand, so I guess he was doing his job really well until recently. I'm guessing so, but, like, not for nothing, do we need more vigilantes on the street right now? Who do we have on docket to cover that story? Uh, to my knowledge, J.J. is supposed to be setting up uh, Peepos and Watcher to do that. So I'm thinking... Thinking them? I, oh, I, it might be. Isn't Proposed covering the stupid Moon Knight stuff? He's doing both. He's that doing guy both. can't juggle. How's he juggling so many stories right now? I know. How come, they get, how, how come he gets two stories and we get zero? I don't know. I think it's the interns. I, I think I it's because we still have that title. We got to get rid of that title. I mean, yeah, when we start doing bigger stories, I guess. We'll and get we're not eventually. A, we're covering this. Even we're asking a brute closet. I mean, hey, it's it's a pretty big broom closet, and it's got enough to put a camera and some some microphones in here. Uh, oh, camera might not be working, but we swear it's it's in here. Yeah, they got proposed on this case. How is he gonna be covering a shield agent running around with that dude, trying to get interviews and covering that dude's story, and also being down in the Bowery covering what's going on with with that Moon Knight stuff? Sliding time scale. I guess. Well, he was in the future last month so he he just came back recently i think he made up all that 2099 nonsense talk to that that liz allen chick and she told him everything that happened between her and miguel there's a lot there's a lot of 2099 stuff if you keep going back the 2099 conspiracy still lives on jimmy i know but you can't, you can't believe everything you read on the internet future history yeah, they're all making it up. It's just like when they said they, there was X-Men that were kids running around. Right? I mean, there are tons of X-Men kids running around, and I'm pretty sure they were just kids, like, make believe that they were the younger guys. Sure. But there's nah, no way that's I think real. The same. Time travel's not real. Ah, <laughs> agree to disagree. That's not... Uh... Wait, I, I can think tell you getting... that we weren't invited to the Hellfire Gala. I know. Hold on. We're getting breaking news from the Hellfire Gala right now. Oh, did I just jinx it? Yeah, you probably did. I mean, oh, you should have been invited, but I wasn't going to try to sneak on an island through a gate I can't get through, so... No, um, we have to take a boat and boats scare me. Yeah. Um. There's a letter. Looks like JJ's putting out as a headline, The Mutant Massacre. This isn't good. Another one? No, no. You can't keep killing all the mutants. It's not that. Oh? It says that everyone that was at the gallery, all the humans at least, are dead. Does that mean Kevin Feige? Is that why he's dodging my emails? That's got to be the reason. Uh, It's not Austin good Paris because AUKUS is out here saying that all, they they went there just now to as a rescue effort. And... Do we ever believe them, though? Yeah, they saved a bunch of people, like, months ago. And the X-Men, and look, I mean, I get it, but all there's no survivors. And all the all the mutants that were on the island have disappeared. Well, that can't be good. We'll see kind of what happens. I mean, that, that follow us on dailybugle.com and here on our podcast, just as more information comes in, I know right now there seems to be an attack on Washington, D.C. 
with a guy calling himself Captain Krakoa with his Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. And Captain America's on the scene right now. And I don't know what the hell's going on with this. And Tony and Iron Tony Stark is in the streets fighting Sentinels. What's happening? Well, I heard that he's getting married to one of those X Men, so could be tied to that. I, yeah, but he's Tony Stark. I get Fei Long knocked him out of his company. Sure, that's business. But like to, to attack a guy in broad daylight, this dude's still an Avenger. Oh, I wouldn't attack an Avenger. Well, no, duh, you can't attack an Avenger. I mean, with enough of this rock's cold energy, I think I might be. Oh, my God. I think I might be able to get in there. I, I guess? I'm getting hopped up. I'm getting hopped up. Anyway, we have some celebration landmarks this year. We have 40 years since our heroes came back from what they call the Battle World incident. Coming up later on this year, we'll be highlighting and interviewing some of the heroes that survived or came back. At the time, I mean, they all came back, technically. Talking about what happened on Battle World and kind of hopefully getting uh, behind the scenes uh, stories of what actually happened there. Some for better first-hand accounts uh, of what happened there. It's kind of crazy because we have um, reporter Tom DeFalco and Pat Olof going over there to interview people like Spider-Man and Daredevil. I mean, Daredevil wasn't there. So it'd be like Spider-Man. I guess he's interviewing like Spider-Man. But, like, how is he going to interview the Hulk? There's no way that works. That dude's running around right now. No one knows where he is. They'll figure it out. Tom's a pro. They don't call him a pro for, you know, for nothing. I guess. And finally, we have our... We'll be having a retrospective coming out later on this year with uh, Daniel Chestire writing a, a period piece about Daredevil during the night, his 90s era as he was clad in black armor. Just a cool retrospect going backwards, checking them out, checking out the history of Daredevil and how that error was prominent in his role. I like it. I thought the suit was cool. I'm always a fan of nice clunky armor as well. So it's cool to see that we're, we're doing some retro pieces on these guys. Anyway, guys, that is our show for the... Uh, oh, my God. Sorry. I was moving through. I was checking you out... can't bring your stories. children to work, Jimmy. How many times have we told you this? Doesn't matter. Maybe this is why you're still an intern. Anyway, guys, this has been Blowing the Bugle. Stay tuned next week for more Blowing the Bugle. Yes, guys, get ready to blow that horn and check us out on all our social medias. And we'll see you again, I guess, next week. Or if JJ doesn't fire us, or hopefully we get a big gig and I get to interview the Avengers. James, are you there? Yes. Hello? So we lose a whole hour of us, or a half hour of us recording, and we have to start over. I'm not starting over, so I'm just going to do the book. Yeah, we're not starting over. At this point, we're just in it to win it. So, yeah, hit us with these book reviews, James. Yeah, it's fine. We'll just do some book reviews, and we'll splice together a half episode. It's fine. Hold on. Let me pull up all our stuff. Hold on. My daughter doesn't want to play with She wants apples. I'm like, no, you just had apples. Chill the Comet, which is a from Sumerian Comics, which is a sequel to Follow Me Into Darkness. Um, this actually Children of the Comic Comet is a go get mama. Um, Children of the Comet is a superhero team in vein of things like uh, Umbrella Academy. So if you're a fan of things like Gerard Way's Umbrella Academy, or if you're a fan of Doom Patrol, it's wild, it's crazy, it's super bizarre. They all have weird, bizarre powers, all led by aliens. If you didn't read, and if you didn't read Follow Me Into Darkness, you don't have to read this book either. I mean, you have to read, you didn't have to read that to understand this book, and vice versa. You don't have to read this to understand Follow Me Into Darkness.
Um, next up, we have the X-Men Hellfire Gala, written by Jerry Duggan and art by a bunch of people. What's crazy about this book is that the Miss Marvel leak that she's an inhuman and a mutant is not the biggest twist at all in this entire thing. There is some other crazy nonsense that happens. And I cannot wait to share it with all of you guys this week. It's great. It's amazing. It's If you are looking to start X-Men, start it now because the fall is coming and it's going to be crazy. Plus, we have new X-Men coming out maybe sometime in November. For Marvel Comics, we have What If Doc Spider-Gwen. Uh, written by Jerry Conway and art by uh, written by Jerry Jerry Conway and Jody Hauser and art by uh, Raymond Bacchus. It does take the What If Doc series is the new What If line. Next week is What If Venom, in which in Peter dies instead of the instead of the night Gwen Stacy dies. Peter dies instead of Gwen, and Gwen now becomes Spider Gwen in the main uh, the main Marvel universe or their Marvel universe. That's gonna be a cool one to check out. That is actually really dope. It's actually I. Didn't like the Loki one. I like this one a lot. Also, the UPS strike didn't happen, which is good. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, we have Superman, The Last Days of Lex Luthor from DC Comics, written by Mark Wade and all by Brian Hitch. Oh my god, this book slaps. Um, it's kind of like a mini history of Lex. So Lex is dying, and he tasked Superman to save him. Um, Superman's like, I got you, homie. Yeah, but like, he kills a bunch of people right to get Superman's attention. It's like, well, you're going to have to help me. And it leads into, like, a theory that Superman might have caused. <laughs> like, make you help me. Well, it leads to something like, oh, Superman might have been That's the reason. Really like, cool. Superman gave him cancer? Something like that. <laughs> isn't, that isn't that what happened in All-Star Superman? Yes. No, not in All-Star Superman. One of the reasons why somebody died, it was, it was to that. That's, was what, that's what Superman, no, that's why Superman was dying in it. He had super cancer. Uh, that's what it was. Um, I love that cancer in All Star Superman. In in the comics, uh, before the Batman Superman book, Superman Batman or Batman Superman, um, drawn by Ed McGinnis and art by uh, drawn by Ed McGinnis, but I forgot who wrote it. I'm drawing a blank. Um, mm-hmm. Lex had cancer. And he got it from kryptonite exposure. We have mm, the sense. we have the hive mind putting out. Once they have a hive mind, it's Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing and all by Max Dunbar doing Batman Beyond Neo Gothic, which is a sequel to their Batman Beyond Neo Year book. Gotham's a hellhole. Terry's on his own still, uh, but now he has to go with Kyle the Catboy. It's weird because there's a whole furry thing in it. It's kind of weird at that one point, but there's a bunch of secrets buried under this under old Gotham um, and some of its old villains. Uh, that Terry has to face, which is really cool. And that's it. That's it, I think. For, yep. One, two, three, four. Yeah, that's it. Oops. And that's it for Book Review, guys. Guys, thanks for hanging out for episode 200. Hopefully, Hunter gets this all edited properly with those weird blackouts. But we'll be fine. Stay tuned Friday for a fun little sneak peek of something that we have planned over here on the podcast. And on Monday for the next issue of the... Toku USA, uh, uh, Toku SA Studios newsletter on our Substack. Don't forget to check out our Substack. Links will probably be in the new description below. And yeah, guys, thanks for listening. You can head over to the website, androidscomics.com, for this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram, Androids underscore comics, the podcast, Instagram, Androids Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Androids Amazing, our Substack, uh, Toku USA, for up to date news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. 
and share with a friend. Thanks, guys. Thank you for 200 episodes, and hopefully we can do this in 200 more. Um, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. As always, support your local comic shops, guys, and have a nice day. James, why am I glowing?